Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You ready, boss? Yes, sir. Here we go. Dad of dads. You're a brother faced with hard luck. I'm going to waste no opportunity here. Faced with hard luck. Pissy card shots, Steve Smurdy was with hard luck. Pissy card shots, Steve Smurdy was with hard luck. That's me right there. Good morning and welcome to the Hard Luck Show. The certified host, Steve Lucky Luciano. Sitting across from me is the Indian, my red brother. Yeah, it's true Mohan, American Indian, elegant barbarian, Southern Californian, coming to you with much knowledge once again. And, uh... On audio, the genius, old blue eyes himself. That's right. Sean Lewis certified audio professional engineer for Hard Luck Show. Oh. Yeah! Yeah! You better fucking believe it. You better believe my, that shit, get my camera. tough guy. Get my camera. Yeah, so get I'm your good. camera set up for all those ladies that are watching right now. Yeah, all you ladies that are watching right yeah, now. Yeah, 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 Um, Hands above the waist. I have a good friend on today, you guys. Gentlemen, I've known a long time. Mm. Uh, I know him as Drew, short for Andrew. Uh, you guys out there in uh, social media land might know him as Dad of Dads. Let's welcome Drew to the show. Yeah! What's up, Dad of Dads? Up, dad of Dads. What does that mean, Dad of Dads? What does that mean? Beautiful, beautiful intro. Thank you. First, I want to say thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'll get to that for, for you guys for just having me down. But like Steve said, friends, for, you know, we've been friends for a minute. And when I was driving down here, so five miles from my house, but mm-hmm. L.A. five miles was an hour. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> it, was like, it was like, that's just like normal. But I Christmas traffic. Five o'clock, right? But it gave me time <laughs> to think about Steve and think about where he's done and how he's come. And I just wanted to, he's, Steve's always like just been cool to me, but cool to everybody in the industry that we met. Whereas... He's always just helped out for no rhyme, no rhyme, no reason, just to help someone out. I was new and coming up when I first met him, and he really. How helped. long ago was that? Shit, I've been in the, the industry I was in recently. Got out. The, uh, I'd been in there for eighteen. I don't know, so over eight, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen years. Wow! But All he right. was one of those guys in the industry that, I guess, because like in in any industry, you're gonna have successful people that are thriving that don't want to like share or like hide there in right. in, in, in our in 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 in, in and rightly so with what we do in sales we are our uh, our network and our contacts is what we're worth that's our worth that's you know your life I mean? blood that's, that's our life blood right? right we know that buyer we know this person that designer this that, 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 that's right and steve has always known everybody and everyone's known steve and he just helped me out when a lot of people wouldn't have so oh. i always give that like 
thumbs up to like what's up and thank you because oh, a lot of people you. would and a lot of there's a lot of hater but that's in any industry not just in our industry but you know he really just right hey steve i need this or hey do you, you know he wasn't stingy he wasn't hoarding his network right yeah yeah no and he was like Look at that. but he wheeling steve but that's he was like calling. he was like a good guy that helped groom you know elliot and these other guys that were getting in the right. industry like he like took him under his wing and really mentored him in which i think Back then, couldn't see, but like I said, when I was driving, that is a big missing piece in in the culture, in the society today, is um, men mentoring other men into either the career they're in or into manhood or into minus there's no more rituals probably like we're I know you're Native American, so there's, there's a big absence of ritual from. Adolescent to boy to manhood, absent father. And then there's there's all different ways you can go into that. But I was thinking I was driving and I was like, oh, yeah, he's mentored me all these years without even me calling him, me even saying, you're my mentor. You've been my coach. You've been my inspiration. You've been my help. Mm. Thank you. And that was always a missing piece in me. Let's wrap it around to dad of dads is being raised by a single mother and, and, and this, that, and the other thing. I didn't have that mentor or that guy that brought me into you know manhood so i've always looked and searched and thrived and been thirsty for that um what a man is question mm. what do you so now okay. as 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 a as a man as a father really like mm. right i'm in a later what do they call it a later in age uh, father, dad. Listen, I mean, experienced, <laughs> a, 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 a battle-tested warrior, yeah. a seasoned, that. wizened, right, mm. a little bit of gray, not totally gray, just yeah. a little gray in the beard. Yeah. Strong masculine hairs coming out of your face. What? How do you define? You know, I'm, you know, in, in this podcast, I hear it a lot. Actually, it surprises me a little bit, but I hear it a lot from lots of different guys. I never hear women on the show ever tell me that a man didn't mentor them or something. They never say that. But guys, a lot of guys that we talk to, they have a similar story. And one of the things I don't think I've I've ever actually been able to to ask anybody because it might be different for everybody is how are you defining manhood? Like, so manhood is this, you know, thing where you're saying, well, this should be there. There are rituals. There are ways to enter this way of being or this collective whatever that is okay. so for you right how are you defining manhood why don't i start with like what i thought a man was and then we'll get into what i thought a man just real quick, a quick yeah 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 so you can see where i'm coming from sure so i always thought being raised i was from a single mother you know, before anything, I was always into fantasy and into TV. I was a latchkey kid, so I was into TV. Yeah, Sean so, was too. Look at Sean. He just so what up. I thought a man was or manhood was what was being portrayed on the TV. So what the was Fonz. that? The uh, Fonz. So he's not a man? Okay, okay. Right, well, listen. Okay, I got you. Okay, so listen. This was growing up. The yeah. Fonz, Laverne and Shirley, Red Fox, Sanford and Son, Chico and the Man. There's my like... Chico and the Man. That's yeah. an old school. There's, yeah. there's, there's my, I'm born in 70, 1970, so I'm 52. Right. So there is um, at least someone Hispanic, Latino, whatever you want to call it, Mexican, Puerto Rican, that was now that I could see and I could kind of relate, but I liked I liked the coolness of the Fonz. He was I, cool. And I, yeah, yeah. And I liked, I liked the, um, 
the 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 Sanford and Son. I liked the the the, the, the that that dynamic. Of, wait a second. Wait a second. In the Sanford and Son, what 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 are you talking about in terms of manhood for Sanford and Like, how are you viewing? Well, I'm talking about the father, uh, the father, the dad, the father. Um, Red Fox, Red Fox, and Lamont. Just Lamont, the re- you dummy. Just the relationship that they had. First of all, they had a relationship. Okay. Okay. Right. There was no woman there. No, there was no woman there. So, so it, was, it was adult son and his dad. And all his dad's friends and the characters that yeah, came in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you relate yeah. to that? Bill Absolutely. Because that's like man shit. You're looking at that as like man shit. You like know? that? Okay. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. where's mine? Like, I'm mom. You know right. what I mean? Like, I'm okay. showing up to parent, yeah. parent-teacher conference with just mom. Right. So automatically, back then... I'm different than you. You're not. You don't know my situation at home and everything like that. So I'm starting to thinking. But what is a man? And then I come across. And for any of you kids that or any latchkey kids that were just into TV, sat in front of a TV, <laughs> I'm into the courtship of Eddie's father. father. What was that? Well, kind of I, mean, hey, you, I'm, I actually know the dude who's the son. Oh, okay. Of the original, the one with Bill Bixby. Yeah, Bill Bixby. Yeah. The, the son, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. The his Hulk. son, I know his son. I know the kid that played that, that okay. got casted and played that. He's he's one, he's a friend of ours. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, it makes sense because yeah. in that song now I'm like, oh, that's what it. That's what the the mass. The, the, that's what the, the 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 manhood is. It's like, oh, like where's mine? Again, I'm different, right? People, let me tell you about my best friend, my one boy, my cuddly toy, my br- like. I know the whole intro. It like, did. This, this is- series debuted, uh, and I'm looking this up. I don't know. Okay, cool. Show. All right, the series debuted on uh, September 17, 1969, and was broadcast in 1972. Yeah. So it's kind of like back there. Um, it sent it, sent, the show was about Tom Corbett, Bill Bixby, mm-hmm. a handsome 30-something magazine publisher and widower from Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. All right, so I can see you're like, all right, Los Angeles. Uh, following the death of his wife, they always die in these sitcoms. Right. I don't know what that's about. Uh, Tom is left to raise his mischievous, mm-hmm. freckled-faced son, six-year-old Eddie, played by Brandon Cruz. Brandon, yep. <laughs> I know him. You know Brandon Cruz? Yeah, yeah. How do you know Brandon Cruz? He's a friend of ours. Okay. okay. All right. Enough set. Enough set. Eddie wants a new mother. So to that end, he cleverly manipulates his father's relationships with women and sometimes even trying to set his father up to fall for women Eddie knows he likes. Yeah. That's a very interesting setup. So he was sorry. So he was right. always. Surprised they didn't make a movie out of that. Right? He was always. Was, it's, it's based on a movie. Oh, okay. He was always scheming and mischievous and playing. Tri- so then I'm learning like right. other like tools for living. Of, okay, so that's kind of maybe he's getting a, a father's love like that. He's being tricky. He's being funny. He's that's you know setting up some things. So then he's pulling the strings. He's pulling strings. He's, he's a you know, kid pulling the strings right. on his dad and his older manipulating. Women. Yeah, <laughs> and he's what I and he's what I'm going to school now and wanting to become because long before drugs and alcohol and all the addiction, I was addicted to your attention and addicted to your validation. Yeah. So now it's like okay, so the identity of what you asked for, I don't know yet. But I'm getting all this information. Sure, sure, it's all in, coming in. in. In comes now the teens, the eighties. The colors, Neon. the Scarface, the mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So okay, yeah. it was right there and then. Chumahan, I'm very glad you asked me this. Mm. That's what a man is. He's powerful. He right. has control. He has control over people. He has money. Right. You know what I mean. And All I have is my word and my balls. And I don't break them for right, nobody. Right. There you go. 
So then I'm like there, but now granted, I was grown up from the my my mother now since re, uh, you know remarried she, um, uh, my brother uh, from his uh, from my father's who I call my father who raised me my dad who left me but so my father now is is in my life and I learned like in the third grade fourth grade about violence and power because. Right. I'm the teasing kid. I'm the courtship of Eddie's father kid. I'm the, hey, look at me. I'm the class clown. I need your attention kid. Yeah. Well, this kid wasn't liking it, and he was picking on me. Now, my older brother, who was raised uh, uh, you know, from uh, my father, was into boxing and, and baseball and all this stuff. I'm Laverne and Shirley. I'm working Mindy cards. Like, right. I'm, I'm like tenderfoot when they took me to Lilo Creek without my shoes because I'm not used to walking without shoes. Like, I'm that, I'm the mama's boy, right? I'm that heavily tattooed man that when I'm in trouble, when I go to jail, I call my mom. Right. Like, that's, that's my kid, right? All this yeah. is just a, this isn't, I'm not hard, I'm hurt. Okay? Right. So that's what all this is a sign right. of. Right, okay? right, right. I don't know this obvious till later. So... <laughs> <laughs> hey, I love more community. Please, please go ahead. Okay. Nanu Nanu. Right. So it's like came out of the fawns, but go ahead. Please. So yeah, that's true. He did. He did an episode. So that's right. That's how it started. Thank he you. um so he's like, if you don't turn yeah. around, if you don't fight this kid that now is like bullying me and chasing me, I'm gonna right. tell dad and I know when we get home oh. we're gonna have to fight and you know what I mean? So it's like, okay, so just by one st- like a lucky punch out of nowhere, he's Gee. chasing me around the yeah. around the, yeah. the, the the schoolyard, and I just wham. His name was Luong. This was in Alhambra. Now I'm living in Alhambra, Margarita, and I hit him, knocked him out, bloody nose. And the next day that I came to school, I was placed on a level on a pedestal where everybody knew my name. That's that's a uh, Andy back then. I was it was an Andy. So then now I'm learning. Um, I'm learning like the strength, the power, the fear, that that the control again, all this stuff. Obviously, colors and the drug and all that stuff. Making later. rhymes with your name. You yeah, know, yeah. Don't fuck with Drew, you'll be black and blue, mm-hmm. like all that shit. Right now, it's tough guy shit time. Now it's tough guy. So that was all my conception of what a man was. Right, and it wasn't. So it was just. It was built on just situational TV. It wasn't built on anything mm-hmm. tangible. Right? right. So now, older as I'm getting older, back to your question is, you know. What do I think? You know, a man, or it's a man who's uh, a man is someone who can stand in his masculine and his feminine. Okay, mm. we, I don't want to go deep into that route. Maybe we want to talk other stuff, but <laughs> I don't. I, mean, I don't know. That sounds good to me. Okay, so it's a man who can stand in his his, his, his and a man with purpose who knows his purpose and knows his direction and where he's going. Wait, wait, right? one second. Dad? Sean, Sean is nodding like vigorously, which he rarely does. Mostly, yeah. he's nodding off. This time, yeah. he's nodding. <laughs> why are you? Why is that resonating with you about what he's saying? It's funny how you say vigorously. I just nodded. Like, no, 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 it's yeah. a regular it was, nod. Yeah, it's not vigorous. It was. But no, I, I agree with that. Uh, finding uh, having a purpose and and uh, purpose a, a direction and standing in masculine and feminine. Oh yeah, yeah. Embracing the. Uh, Do you have new glasses? I have readers on because I can't see shit, bro. Okay. I cannot see shit. You, yeah. Those glasses, yeah. you're standing in your feminine for sure. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, go back. So you're saying purpose, masculine, feminine, able, not worried about any any of them. That is sort of what you're saying a man is now. Yeah, and what like, you know, being a later on age father, learning all this stuff, and what kind of like what dads of dads is, people ask me like, well, what is it? And what, you know, this, this, and I just say it's, it's, a, it's a comprehensive man. What's a comprehensive man? Well, a comprehensive man is a man who is in control of his emotions and who can navigate through his emotions hmm. on a, on an adult level, like 
maybe most most people could that I never could that I could never really point it to or anytime I was jammed up or in a situation out of fear I just reacted right. through these feelings through these emotions so a a dad of dad is a comprehensive man a comprehensive man is who is able to navigate healthy through his emotions because you can navigate through emotions and go into to comfort and go into vices and seeking oh, this yeah. and thing, which is you could just overeat and get neurophasy on your foot or whatever and start limping around. Oh, uh, it's neuropathy. Neuropathy, right? <laughs> you can get neuropathy from fucking over. Steve, so what do you think about this definition of manhood as you're hearing it being partially like a guy who can navigate his emotions without giving in to vices necessarily? I mean, I think, I think. Isn't the definition for like maturity somebody who has control over their emotions or something like that? I mean, I guess so. I'll look it, it up right now. It's something like that. And so I believe, you know, listen, man, it's it's the control over your it's control or non control over your feelings and emotions that gets a guy like me in trouble. And it, and it did for uh, me. I don't have control over that shit. You know, um, so I, I think, yeah, but I mean, you were also talking about, uh, I understand what you're talking about. I, uh, we're also talking about a road to get there. And for some of us, it takes a long time to get there. Right? Right. And yeah, bro, I, I like that definition. I and mean, I think that a lot of it, to your point, is like, but there's just a missing – there's more of these guys that are coming out and speaking and, and that, uh, you know, these kids are able to being um, mentored or coached by that are doing that. But I really want to, to – being – so my, one of my big things is um, time compression. So a lot of the things that I've learned through the past – uh, you know, being through being sober, through life, through business, through everything – I want to be able to condense into something and and mm. let people know, especially these younger guys coming up that might be absent father, not even absent father, just not a present father, a father that's there, but he's out grinding and he's not, you know, there. So he's growing up mm -hmm. again because I, I work with guys that have no father. I work with guys that, like we all know, from very well-to-do, very wealthy families, but the dad's just not always there. Right. No father doesn't necessarily mean physically, physically there wasn't right. a father. The father, whatever that is, isn't present. Right. I mean, yeah. So it, it's, you know, the father that is not present. So goes back to, like, initiation. So they never really know. They they grow up awkward. They grow up asking questions and no. So what I've learned through through business and what I've learned through my hard knocks, I want to time compress and give – to to young men or to uh, early on early in age fathers or not necessarily but that's my focus is to um be able to um mentor them coach them talk to them about hey all these fears that you have are natural fears they're human fears they're don't you don't have to be ashamed you don't have to be embarrassed by mm. them because i think there's a lot of men right now in this day and age 22 going into 2023 20, that are suffering in silence and they are not speaking up because they think by now, by 30, by 40, by 50, by 52, I should have it all figured out and all together, and I don't. So I'm not going to say anything, and I'm just going to put my head down and grind through it, work through it, work through it, go through it, work on my second divorce, work on my second marriage, do on this, on this. And it's just we're, 
we've been groomed or or you know society has told the uh the modern day dad on you should be like this and fit in this box and if you're not then you're not really a dad you're you're not really a father or you're not really someone that can teach and or nurture steve what are you, big lux what are your thoughts on what was said i mean there's there's a kind of um i think dad of dads is laying out like there's been some grooming going on and so these young men or guys that are new fathers are having a hard time even expressing maybe a lack how do you approach that i well for one for one, let's just back up a minute and just pure approach to the situation. Sure. And that is, there's a lack of mentors. I would say that 1,000%. Mm. And there's very few men stepping up wanting to say, hey, let me break down some real talk. Like, most young guys are so caught up in their egos, they're not saying shit to anybody. They're not asking anything to anybody. You know how you, like, said that some of these guys grow up and they've, like... They ask questions, and they don't really know. And there's a lot of those guys. I think more so guys aren't willing to ask questions. They'll just avoid asking the question and act like they know it, knowing they don't know it, and just kind of moving through life, never growing or never knowing or understanding. So I I think that there's just, you know, people being mentors, guys that are doing what you're doing, guys that are doing what... Guerrero's doing, guys that are doing what? What's the main cat? Wes. Wes. I think that those are all really what 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 you guys are talking about, and I gotta speak more on you and Guerrero, are, are definitely like the type of men that have been needed in this community. And it isn't about blood and brothers or not. It's about there's so many fucking I think men growing up without dads. Especially, so many. especially in our community, and in, 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 in when I say our community, I actually obviously mean you know the Mexican, Chicano. You know, because you do have you could have that dad, like to your point, that is there, but he's grinding. You know, he's working, he's doing you know manual labor. He comes home, he's tired, he doesn't want to be bothered. And on the weekends, he's getting hammered, or at night, he's just knocking them back, and that's what they're seeing as. You know, as they grow up. I mean, listen. So there's for there, some people. For some people, um, there's a complete virtue and value that. Wait a minute. I put money in the bank right. and I put bread on the table. I'm home now and I'm gonna drink and you're not gonna fucking bother me. A lot, right? That that is actually something that you see on TV regularly, especially in the early day. I mean, that's what I saw. Yeah, I saw people on TV. Parents coming home, man and woman. First it was men, then it was women, right? Father would come home, and his wife would have a drink for him. He's a white guy. Ready. Mm-hmm. Right? Beaver. Mixed. Beaver yeah. motherfucker. Right? Rob Roy. One of those. Drink. Dinner's getting ready. And the paper. The kids would come over and be like, hey, dad. And the mom's job was to corral them away from that dude. Hey. Yeah. Guy was up there busting his hump, you little fucking, you know, you don't have any gratitude. Get away from him and let him calm down. And, you know, that has various forms. I almost think, gentlemen, 
it is baked into the system to destroy mentorship in this system. It is not meant there is mentorship was not meant to be grown in the United States. Yeah, I th- I think yeah. So that would go along the lines I would think then of just complete destruction of the nuclear family. Well, I would say that first of all, yeah, for, there's a, a lot of p- parts to that. That's a good thing it, that you. And that's just not the. That's not obviously the only part. But there's just no, no, no. no. What I'm saying is, is what you raise is an interesting point. First of all, nuclear family. That that concept doesn't arise until around the 50s, 40s, 50s, and nuclear also when we've developed the nuclear bomb. Right. This this idea that this is what the unit is. <clears throat> I think that's artificial. Hmm. I definitely think that the system is set up to rip individuals away. When you see multi-generational folks living together in a quasi community, right? Grandfather, father, son. It's usually people that don't have as much wealth yet. And and the American um, value or virtue, and, and when I say American, I'm putting an asterisk on it. I don't believe that the Constitution in America genuinely, this is the highest form of America. I'm just saying what's been developed for now, okay? Because I think I'm, I'm a super patriot, actually, more than most people. But the point of the matter is, is that business and advertising and propaganda has ripped away members from the family. First, it started out with, because my grandfather, he, he came from the Depression. He remembered the Depression. So he saved all the time. And when commercials came on, he would mute it because he's like, I ain't listening to that bullshit. And I don't fucking need that. Golden toe shoe, uh, socks. What the fuck is that, right? His son was a boomer. And they had so much time. These hippies. Mm-hmm. Right? That they were able to cause a problem for the warmongers in Vietnam. Mm. Right? And then all of a sudden, the prison uh, industry in California explodes. One of the biggest governmental agencies is the California Department of Corrections. And then school all of a sudden becomes real expensive. So everybody that could have sat around and caused the problem for the warmongers now has a big debt they got to pay off. 80s hits. Gordon Gecko comes out, says greed is good. Wall Street, baby. Next thing you know, everybody's trying to hit pay dirt, and you see the pinnacle of it at the tech billionaires. All of that is built, and what's going on for the for families is they're being torn apart. Individuals are being trained that the, the first thing you do is you move away from your parents, get your own spot. You, get, you, you try to build some little thing. Your kids are supposed to rebel against you. They don't like you. They're going to express themselves through stuff. Hmm. Right. They're going to express themselves through stuff and rebel against you. All this disposable income is going to be held hostage by the children, the teens, and will flood the country with drugs. And what you'll wind up with is a bunch of cynical, embittered people 
who feel like they should be a lot further in life than they are because they're supposed to be able to do all this on their own. Hmm. In which case, nobody wants to work together to solve the homeless problem. Nobody wants to work together to figure out how can we fix this thing called violence at the schools. And then, like you say, there's no mentors. Where's the mentors? I mean, there are mentors. (laughs) There are mentors. I mean... Yeah. You got a lot of bad mentors that are right. willing to, you know, the guy. You remember Pinocchio? That fat bastard on that island that was like, yeah, yeah, come on down. And then all of a sudden the kids turn into donkeys and they're just pulling mules for the fuck. Remember that? I don't know what you're talking about. That is Pinocchio. It's Pinocchio, it, the story of Pinocchio. Yeah, it's it an Italian uh, story. Well, yeah, it's a very he good. He knows he's lying. But, but, but what happens is they go to Pleasure Island they, and the guy, this fucking fox or wolf, Says, hey, you gotta come to Pleasure. Fuck that working. Fuck that school. What's the matter with you? Come on, let's go to Pleasure Island. They go to Pleasure Island. You can smoke. They got <laughs> fucking cigars. They're all having a great time at Pleasure Island, and they can eat as much candy as they want. And it's all good. But the, one of the problems is, is, is the more that they act like assholes or asses, they start turning into donkeys on the island. And now all of a sudden, the guy that's running Pleasure Island is chaining them up to pull like coal out of the fucking ground. And the guy's like, ah, what did you think? You'd get it all for free? <laughs> it, it, it's, it's interesting, all that, and especially to, to your point, post- Industrial Revolution, right? When it was agrarian, when an agrarian culture. I'm saying that wrong. I'm Whatever, apologizing. whatever. It doesn't matter. But again, to mentorship and father, when, when the when you know the son used to go out to the field and to work, right, with the dad, right. So they were around a male figure, right, up until so we're talking 30s and be and beyond, working together, working together, and they're. You know, kids will always fail to listen to us, but they'll never fail to emulate us. That's exactly so. Just right. being around um, a male in a setting with other males, you just hear and, and learn the key things. But now, the the rise of the industrial revolution and business and big this—they're you know moving away from the farm. They're selling the farm to whoever now. They're going to the big city, but now dad's not around little Tommy or whatever right. anymore. Now he's being raised in a, classroom. a school, yeah. right? And there, and who came up with? So it's just you know, but to and not your only, point, not, it's not, been a slow erosion. It's been a Grand nah. Canyon. It hasn't been like the Burning Bush experience. It no. has been a very, I think, well thought out, well planned out, long separation. Well, I would agree with that entirely. Like I think if you would have put this. What you see right now, for, let's say the last 70 years, because because, you know, I'm Indian. So I'm going to say, right. oh, well, now you understand why the American Indian way of life had to be destroyed by these businesses. 100 percent. Because what you had, forget men and women, let's just forget, set that all aside. Right. You had just people spending time together, um, sometimes hunting, sometimes gathering, sometimes working, whatever. And, and, and I've been spending a lot of time trying to share this kind of thought with people because we've been so in this system. It's hard for us to imagine a purposelessness time. Like how many thousands of years, dad of dads? Dad of dads. No, seriously, think about this. How many thousands? Like, how many thousands of years did people live together outside, right, 
doing some simple stuff, getting their needs met, and then, I mean, without, and then there was all this downtime and there wasn't any purpose. Like, there wasn't like a, oh, well, are you, are you making money here? Are you, are you using your time wisely? All that shit was out the window. There was none of that. It was like, you know, so, you know, let's look at the sunset together and let's talk about that. Let's make up a story about the sun. Wow, why is this? Uh, you know, it's a chariot of fire. You know, like, think about how many millennia that was. I mean, we have maybe like 5,000 years of recorded like time, so that's five millennia. And then I don't know how many millennia before the record, like before the Egyptians and the Chinese, where are we at? I mean, how many thousands of years? And like no single human group. That's why I laugh at guys like the Liver King or these other motherfuckers because they always imagine that like the caveman was in a life of desperation. He was on the verge of starving. His teeth were falling out. He was thirsty. He didn't know what to do. But in real life, it could never have been like that. There was never just a human that had no idea what to do outside. Right. Ever. Otherwise, we'd be dead. Right. <laughs> so, so I mean, dude, but I was just thinking about this this morning, right? Before court, I'm sitting there thinking about baboons. These baboons in Japan, they're baboons. Like, they're in the snowy mountains, yeah. right? I don't know how plentiful food is, but they're dependent on whatever nature's given them. I don't know that they they don't have uh, stores and a refrigerator, right? Yet, so so they're hand to mouth existence, and yet they still have time to find hot springs and take a hot soak. <laughs> like, really think about that. That's brutal nature. The baboons have time to sit down and take a hot soak in the hot springs. They figured that out. It's got nothing to do with any survival. Nothing, and they don't. They can't even use words. So these industrialists have got us convinced through characters like Bear Grylls, <laughs> right? That if you go out into nature, you're fucking toast. You're done, buddy. You're going to have to drink, you know, a bag of your own piss and eat a frog. And you're mm -hmm. just, you know, it's crazy. But all that is serves two functions. One is to remind you, no matter how much you hate it here in the city, you're going to stay because it's worse out there. And two... You are so cut off from your ancestors that you wouldn't know how to survive in, in, the, in, in, the, in the environment from which you came. You came from nature, but you're cut off. You're cut off, and you have no knowledge. So going back to your point about mentorship and, and adults, in the system that we're in right now, I don't think it can be allowed. The only mentors you can get are the ones that are going to support the 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 machine, the machine. That's right. that's that's There's what's a lot of there. those mentors out there. A ton of them. Mentors yeah. are going to show you how to you know get debt. I'll show, I can tell you how to get good credit so you can take out a loan, and then yeah. now you're on the wheel. Well, that's kind of what I was saying too about you know the dad of dad things and and learning like because I've gone because I've gotten sober. And then I've made every bad decision where I've always I've always been a box checker, right? Prior to even sobriety. God bless you. Once I check this box, I will be happy. Once right. I check that box, I'll right. be happy. So, right. You know, throughout sobriety, um, I've I think if if you get a, I think if you get a, any like alcoholic or addict sober, they'll do they'll do well and thrive. But now. 
they weren't schooled on taxes, on paying for things, on an S-corp, on this and that. So then they get into debt. Then right. they fall into the right. trap of take out a loan, take out, do this, this, this. Right. And then they're up to their reels and they're out off the chains again or they're just trying to figure it out. So back to what my time compression is, is like I want to like – if I could alleviate – you of three years of going down this road and then bumping your head, kind of like what Steve did f- for me in like mm-hmm. mentoring. Like, mm-hmm. here, I'm going to, you know, he showed me like the ropes of how to this and this buyer that and this buyer this. You know, by doing that, by me doing this for other, you know, up 20s, 30s, for whatever year old men, it's just the time compression. It's like, you know, yeah, I've been. I've been absent or uh, sustained from drugs and alcohol for this many years, but I've also made mistakes in. In sobriety, sure. As as a as as a as a, as a man, as now a father, even mistakes as a father that sure. I have to you know look for and and. But there's just a big lack of um, of of ritual, of initiation, and then of mentorship and of you know coaching and all this other stuff. So I'm just trying to, with dad of dads, is just bring that awareness, start a conversation, yeah. Because to stop the you know. Right now, especially at the end of this year, always in the, this last quarter, especially in December, we you know guys have the biggest suicide rate you know across across the country. Right. For um, I think it's like forty to sixty year old. You know, more men commit suicide like right now because they're thinking, they're looking, they can't. Oh my God, they're looking. I'm not this guy. I'm not that guy. I'm yeah, they're comparing guy, themselves. They're comparing. Right. They're comparing. They're competing and they're copying. And they're coming up short every fucking time. You know who told me one time, uh, the only person you should be comparing yourself to is... To the man you were yesterday. Yeah. You know who told me that? Who? Big Lux. Yeah, you said that. Fuck. (laughs) I just heard it from you, and I was like, that's great. I gotta use that sometime. (laughs) 15 years ago, you did. You told me, like, I don't worry. But so it's all those good things, all those nuggets, all those things that you can hold on just one more time so you don't make that left turn so you don't go and take that drive with the fellas to come up you know it's just like a sentence like that but if no one's hearing it no one's talking about it and and no one's really like waving a flag for it then we're definitely doomed as we go into 23 24 25 look at and being a young my my son is six my daughter's twin daughters are four so it's like i want to create the man that i've always wanted and that i've always needed Hmm. You know, through discipline, through awareness, hmm. through um, availability. Aware, awake, alive, available is what I also call a comprehensive man. Because people are, what's this comprehensive man? Is I want to build that guy, that superhero that I always looked up, that $6 million man, that Spider-Man, that Batman, that, okay, that's, that's a hero for a reason like that. The aesthetic, what he, what they represented, like I want to start that. You know, through nutrition, through disciplines in my life that I lacked in out of sobriety and sobriety that I just lacked, you know, and mm. a lot of that is like a lot of these a lot of that is if I can't control what I'm putting in my mouth and how I'm treating this, because this is just a out uh, this, you know, the physical is an outward projection to the world of how I'm feeling inside. Mm. So. This last, what I've been working on a lot is is my nutrition and my health. Because I've always been that chunky kid. Right, me I've, too. I've always been, 
and this was before the drinking and drugs. I've always felt I've always I was husky. They called it husky back then. That was I a wore, nice term. I wore I was, it a, was a term nice. my mom called me. <laughs> well, I wore the husky pants from right. Sears and Zodies right. with the elastic on it because they even had a size called husky. <laughs> right, yeah, it was it was, you know, it was tougher than chubby. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I'd always, I, I had known that pain and that, <laughs> that pain of not taking my shirt off. And I've known. Oh, bro, I'm with you, bro. I've yeah. known that pain, that embarrassment of, hey, do you want to go? No, I don't want to go there. I'm going to have to take my shirt yeah, off. Yeah, you yeah. can't go to the pool party. I yeah. mean, you can, but you, you can't leave your shirt on and try to make some excuse why yeah. you ain't taking it off. Bro, up. I was doing that in my. 40s, bro. When right. I was, I, I, I usually, I, you know, I'm, I'm like at 180 right now, but I was at like 240. Right. You know what I mean? So, right. You know, rash guard. Hey, ain't no one's wearing a rash guard fool at the pool. What do you need a rash guard for? Right. You know what I mean? It's like, right. well, I need this rash guard. Well, I'm, I'm cold blooded, so I need to stay warm. But bro. here's, here's what I found. Here's what I found and what really kicked off. Uh, one of the things that kicked off dad of dads is like, now that insecurity, that energy Mm. I'm bringing into my home. Mm -hmm. And what a piece of work I am for my own insecurities and no things that I know, pain that I've known, struggle I've known as a young man. I'm bringing it into my home and now my kids are feeling it because remember they're, they'll 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 fail to listen to us, but they're never going to emulate us. So if 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 they see me eating this and doing this and crapping this and drive through this and my in the temple again, how I feel is just yeah. all shot out, all shitty, and everything else. Like, I, do I want my kids to know that pain? No. I you know I agree with you one thousand percent, bro. I I tell people like your kids are eating what you eat. When you complain that your kids won't eat anything except fucking chicken nuggets, it's because you eat like shit. Guaranteed. Mm. It's not like you. Or been... or I'm so I'm so stressed. I'm so patient. Just ah, go to the drive thru or I'll just make a pizza. Or, you know oh, how just... many parents claim that they eat McDonald's because they gotta take their kid to McDonald's? <laughs> Do you know how many motherfuckers talk that shit? That's crazy. It's true. Oh well, they wanted it, so I. Uh... Here's the flip side to that, to that, to, to that, to that coin, to that store, whatever. Yeah. So a single mom, in I was born in Carson, so a single mom in in Compton or Watts, right? Yeah. Four kids. Yeah. She has two jobs. She's barely making ends meet. Go ahead. But she could feed that whole family. Right. At McDonald's for twenty five bucks. Right. Well, Whether that would a be a meal, a toy, a this. So there's just a big. There's a lot of things. Well, well. So when you lay it out like that. Okay, that would be part of what I say is baked into the system. 100%. They're not paying your mom enough? She got to work two jobs. Why? Fuck, bro. I just looked at the news today. So economists, these egghead motherfuckers that confuse everybody about how money works, mm -hmm. they came down and said, turns out labor costs are down. The reason why there's inflation is because of corporate profits. So why is it? That your mom, who, by the way, is raising tax-paying citizens eventually, or at least, you know, citizens that are going to make an agreement with the IRS and make payments on the taxes, why is she being forced to work two jobs so that her only way of feeding the kids is taking them to- Poisoning them. At the Poison Cafeteria with the cheap fucking gimmicky toys that the kids are too young to understand. They just want it. She doesn't have the energy to deal with it because she's breaking her back because she's not a lazy person. Is she rewarded? Is she paid what she's worth? Nope. 
And who reaps that profit? You know who does? These high up execs whose kids are eventually going to be on drugs and be at a luxury sober living. Now, all mm. that money is going to a luxury sober mm-hmm. living. Mm. It's fucking bullshit. Yeah. It there really you go is. Right there. Another big yeah. industry. That was a good one right there, what you just said. <laughs> I think about this all the time now because we've, we've accepted we've accepted the stagnation of pay. We've accepted it. Like, we've accepted it. We, we, because I don't know, there's a whole bunch of reasons. Yeah. But but it's baked into that. So I'm not necessarily saying, so when I say that parents go, why the kids want to McDonald's, I'm not talking about the lady with two jobs who's got, right? right? I'm talking about a person that doesn't have to. And I'll tell you something else. One of the, I'm vegan. My wife's vegan. My daughter has never eaten an animal product ever. She's three, you know. We went to some birthday party in goddamn Anaheim, wherever, and it was, they were eating all this, you know, these three-year-olds, two-year-olds are eating bacon and sausage. Now, look, I grew up eating bacon and sausage, and there's the fat kid in me who loves bacon and sausage, okay? <laughs> I'm not saying that. But my daughter was eating fruit and uh, granola bars because that's what we eat, and that's what we eat every day. We're not eating all sort of crazy shit, so... That's why I say you're right. Am I bringing home this behavior? They're going to emulate what you do. Right. Right? My dad was do as I say, not as I do. That was my dad's whole MO, bro. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So I salute the concept of talking about, I, and I, that's why I'm saying if we are going to talk about dad of dads, we are going to talk about mentorship. If we are going to talk about how can we empower mothers? <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I mean, that's another whole another question for mothers of mothers. You know, when that, <laughs> when she moms. comes on, she's coming in next as moms of moms. But I will say that I, you know, I gotta say this, and that is, and, and you know what, you're kind of in this category as Tuchuman, mm. not so deep in it. You're a little younger. Yeah. But I have a number of close friends of mine close to me they are let's just say anywhere from 
45 yeah to 55 56 and this group of friends of mine dude a gang of them are all having kids they've got little kids yeah they've got three-year-olds they've got two they got one in the oven they've got a four-year-old and these okay now my my kids are my daughter's 20 25 my son's 29 um, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm playing with my grandson, and, and I'm thinking to myself, like, I sit and we talk, I talk with these guys, and where we're at as men, matured or wherever we're at in our lives, yeah. we're talking about all these different things. And I say to myself, this is awesome that this guy is a father right now, hmm. because this wasn't this guy, he didn't think like this back when we were fucking in our 20s. Right. But I was having kids back then. Right. I didn't have any of what I have right now when I have my kids. I, love, I want All I want to do is be with my grandson and my son and my daughter 24 hours a day. If I had enough money that I could just hang out with them, yeah. all, that's what I would mm. do. But when I was fucking 23, 24, those were my kids, right? Yeah. But all I wanted to do was be out. Mm. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, So, you know, there's something to say about fathers that are over 40 that are raising kids right right but there's also something fantastic about it it's almost like that thing where they say that women should wait to marry a guy until he's like over it passes 30 or something because they're a little bit later on shit you know yeah like, yeah i i almost feel like motherfuckers shouldn't even have a kid until you're 40 well i kind of agree with that because fuck man i gave my kid I gave my, I shared all my unsolved, and I was a, not only an addict, an immature, like I, like I was like not father material, but I passed on a lot of my insecurities, ailments, sickness, shit hmm. to my kids, which I am seeing other friends of mine that have come to terms with that stuff. Yeah, now they're being, now they're like conscious of this stuff. They're like, you know, or they're softer. They're more patient. They're not taking it personal. Right. I remember my, my son was like, hey, dad, I remember when we go places. I just make sure, like, you know, me and Bird didn't accidentally step on your shoes. Like, you accidentally <laughs> fucking, you know, like scuffed my Nikes. Just, yeah. like, like, and I start thinking back and I'm like, you know, I never was like, I didn't do that. But just the energy, mm. if my kids scuffed right. up. I wouldn't get mad at, but they can read my energy. You know, feel it's it. like yeah, they feel your energy, oh, right? Or you know, like Ugh. they couldn't eat food in my fucking my <laughs> truck. Vincent was like, "I don't even think we're allowed to bring water in your truck," you know. And like today, or as I gotten older, it's like I don't give a fuck, you know. Like whatever, man. I just want Dude. my. So these things could have. I mean, think about that. Yeah. There's things that my kids wouldn't have. And, and listen, this is the way life is. Mm. You know, it's also why I, I think I've gotten an opportunity to have my grandson. Yeah. And my kids see me with him. Right. So, if, you know, my daughter was like, you know, the, the chain, the, there's such a different person, mm. you know, you know, yeah. like with him. And so all that's supposed to happen. I'm just stating, you know. You're in a place, even Chuman, Sean, you know, raising young kids, and um, you guys have already come to terms with things. So I think, like, it's part of your awakening and waking up, and, you know, 
I think it's like, look at dude, this, you're great. You got little kids, man. You got little kids, Crazy. bro. Dude, I never felt so bad. It was when um, my daughter, she got these puppies. Uh-huh. And I'm always, she's like three, right? So I'm always kind of watching because these are dogs. So they don't know. If my daughter like chokes them a little bit and then they bite her in the hand or bite her in the face, they don't know, right? right. And she doesn't know. And she was grabbing one from behind, like by the neck. And I went, hey! Like that, because I was scared for her safety, but it was loud, right? Mm-hmm. Scared her. You start crying? Oh, my oh, God, yeah. dude. I've done that. I fucking cry. I like. I almost cried because I was like, and but like at the That's same. That's every day occurrence for me with my kids. <laughs> you kidding me? Like what the fuck, <laughs> dude? Hey, I wasn't well, even yeah. like. Yeah. Like, hey, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. And with the girl, it's so different. With my daughters, it's so oh. different. But back then, I mean, I was raised, you know, uh, like, you know, friends and dad, other dads, they would, like, drop a book. They would like to see you. You know what I mean? They would, like, that would be funny around them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, are you kidding me? My dad would fucking knuckle punch me right in the head. My dad would be like, all right, I want you to walk by me. And I might punch you or I might not. This is going to see if we got if you got balls or not. I'm going to punch you. I might. I might not. And I was like, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Back to your question about, you know, the, what, what we could say for the moms of moms. I think that a man, by definition, is responsible. Right. So as soon as more men step into their masculine, it's going to allow women to flourish in their feminine. I, I, what, I agree with you. And what that means is, well, my interpretation of what it means, but my interpretation of it is, is when my wife is able to come to me when I am emotionally, mentally, spiritually strong, she's going to be able to be that woman of of it, that what she needs to be in her feminine and whatever you describe your feminine as. But right. the sexual polarities are like real because there's a lot of there's a lot of women that are walking around with more masculine than feminine sure. because there's a lot of men that are more in their feminine than in their masculine. So they're having to act and react in from a place ways. of a generation of two or three generations now that you know of with these high chair babies with these you know i agree with babies. you i agree with you that i agree that, that that's a dynamic but you know when i'm reading through history and stuff i definitely see a lot of masculine women even in very traditional times like there's just masculine women and they have kind of like henpecked husbands and that, that's a thing like right that, so yeah. that's a thing so so i agree with you but I, I personally, my interpretation is I take it out of, out of that. So maybe, maybe it works for some people where the woman is masking, she's making decisions, the, the guy's staying at home or he's doing whatever and he's more feminine. Maybe that works for them. I'm not going to judge it. But both of them, if they're responsible, right, that to me I think is what being, for me, being a man is, is being responsible. Mm. But that could be said for anybody, right? So any adult. So when I think about it, I'm like, well, it's really about being an adult. Meaning, like what Steven, you were saying, having some control over yourself, not just being a reaction. You know, it's not all about you. All that stuff, right? And I have... You know, I, I, me personally, I got a long ways to go. I got a journey. I fucking, I, you know, I'm, I'm working on not snapping, right? But I, I snap from time to time, not just in yeah, at no, the house, but too. like you know, driving up here, <laughs> I might snap, you know, I might snap or uh, whatever. But 
But being an adult is about being responsible. It's about being a mentor. For me, man, it's about really taking seriously the the value of of the future the value of children who are as as corny as it sounds they are the future yeah i'm straight so like when you're thinking about your grandson and and i'm thinking about my daughter and sean's thinking about his son and you're thinking about your kids i think about you know these are people that they're dependent. They they don't have experience. They don't have power. You know, a human adult is so much stronger than they are just physically. They need not to be beaten. They need somebody that's going to show them the fucking ropes and be straight with them. Like, yeah, there's not really an answer for that. We don't know. There's a lot of fucking shit talked about it. Mm. I mean, my commitment to me personally, to my daughter, more than... I mean, is she going to be a woman? Is she going to be straight, gay? I don't give a shit about that, to be honest with you. My thing is, am I going to be real with her about what we know and what we don't know? Am I going to put her into a whole trip about something we can't, we don't know? I'm not saying it is, and I'm not saying it's not. And here's all the various alternative points of view that I've come across. Here are some of the greatest thinkers on that. But... Do we really know why we're here? No. Hmm. <laughs> we don't. Uh, for me, and validating her creativity at every turn. Because when, when I was coming up, <clears throat> I remember them talking about how for years in schools, you know, kids would say, look at Africa and see how it fit into Asia and Europe and be like, Oh, that fits. And how they were just kind of like everybody told them, like, yeah, obviously not. You know, that's a nice, you know, that's what a kid would think. It's shapes and everything. And then, of course, as geology develops, they realize, oh, yeah, it did. It did. There was all one landmass. And kids weren't wrong by recognizing something as simple as that these shapes fit. And I think about that and I think about kids and I'm like, to your point, Steve, maybe they, and to your point, compression. Maybe we wouldn't have to say maybe a, a guy should wait till they're 40 if we didn't delay their development with stupid shit for so many fucking years. Mm. We've made adolescence like for men and women. Sure. Right. That's how you wind mm. up with moms that are like throwing parties for their kids and being at the party and everyone's drinking because they're confused that no, mom, you're the adult. You're not the wine mom. You're the adult. You're not supposed to be throwing ragers with your kids because you're living out of fantasy and you don't realize that you're an adult and there's got to be a boundary there. Mm. Part of the rituals and the thing, I think, is this blurring of the boundaries. They're there for a reason. So I think maybe you could have a 20-year-old have kids if that 20-year-old was properly mentored by other men and given all the tools you needed, not given to the trust of Target and fucking other stores and shops to fucking sell you dumb shit. A lot of it, too, is just there's so many kids. Like, my kids aren't around this stuff, but I just, you know, they're just so engaged with, you know, I screen suck enough for for the whole, you know what I mean? Right. But they're just screen sucking just on on that, and they're being raised on, you know, 
there's I think there's a generation that I like to say because you know working with these men in sobriety like 30s 40s it's like they were just raised on you know the beginning of the internet and Adderall like if they had a problem they just put them on and that's what they were raised on and so now they're becoming of age and they're this and they don't you know they're the crazy they part about those screens is on every single one there's a fucking app that could teach you a new language so you could be screen sucked but you could be learning Italian right if you really wanted to or there is a lot of learning like if you wanted to right and listen I mean I agree with you, but then I look at myself and I'm like, fuck, how much TV did I watch? Before the internet, I was fucking glued to the television. Yeah. I was judging my dad, like, why are you ain't like Mr. Drummond, man? Like, what the fuck? I was, yeah, I was, you know, like I, like I said earlier, I was, I was lost in, and that's where I, I was learning and where I thought right. what I meant. I was, you know, the <laughs> fantasy and I was living out. It wasn't real for me. It was just, it was fantasy. Right. Know? And then. The, just funny you say Drummond. Then there was like Time Cosby, where the dad was the buffoon. He was the fool. He right. Was the, the joke. He was. He the butt still of the is joke. that. He's, it's it, gotten worse because yeah, it's like now, it's okay to laugh at that guy. Yeah. Yes. You're and right. That, and that's what these now. That's what kids are watching. Like, oh, dad isn't the Family Guy. He's not this. He's not that. I'm not Simpsons. saying that everybody should be like when John Wayne and like that. But they're just to your point about. That's um, half uh, queer now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Dear. That's all right. That's such a dick now. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but that's what it sounds, that's what it looks like sometimes. Honestly. No, dude, yeah, that's, that's. And I don't have any problem with that. Let me get you. Hey, some of my no, best friends even... are half a queer. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't have a problem with that. And I don't, and I don't either. But if you just sat back and we're about to talk about real talk, all these. A most majority of the programs, Netflix, Amazon, whatever you yeah. have, you have Sally has two mommies, dead. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. But they're making like, out with each other again. Like, they're checking. What's wrong with that? They're, again, they're checking every box so everybody is included. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of bullshit. Okay. Yeah. Wait, but that's I, about. Look at all the series out there right now. Look yeah, at bro. The majority of Netflix and Amazon. If we were to, they're sitting the there. There's real sick shit going on. A lot there, of well, well, not even that, but there's just no more. There's <laughs> no more. Modern Family. What the fuck? Yeah. Now listen, I don't care. There's no more heterosexual family. I don't care about that. But listen, I, that's me. You guys are right. I'm just saying, me personally, mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. You want two, two, two mamas, two dads, whatever. As long as they're responsible, I don't care. What, whatever. But I will say this. There's definitely a propaganda out there that's ridiculing the dad. It's okay that the dad's an idiot and he acknowledges his idiocy and and like that's part of the communal joke. You would not be able to have that in any other zone but that. That that is Right, like tribalism is all about the opposite of that. You're going to pay your respects to the elders. Well, well, you know, yes, elders, yes, women and men, right? Mm. And but 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 let's not forget the Amer- at least growing up on the reservation, American Indian stuff. We really did make fun of each other in traditional ways. I mean, half of Indian names are put downs, right? But would, would the Indians it's on true. a serious level? Would you hear the Indians all kind of be like, "Ah, go inside your teepee, yeah, yeah, dummy, you old dumb Indian." No, 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 no. You wouldn't. You wouldn't hear necessarily that. Okay, you wouldn't necessarily. But that's hear... what they're talking about here, in, in what you're talking about. But dumb but, old dad don't know nothing. Just but 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 if go an... with your remote control on the couch. Well, let's be real. You want some real talk? I'll tell you yeah. some real talk. So the truth of the matter is, is that 
um, while there is a great reverence on some levels for elders and stuff like that, if you were a medicine man and your shit didn't work, and mm. it happened a lot in the old days, mm. you would be run out and fucking attacked by the people. Like if you were like, hey, I'm going to come in here, and we're going to do the, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to do this, I'm going to say this, and everybody would buy into it for a minute. And be like, all right, let's see. He's a weird fucker. He's got a tortoise thing on him. Okay, let's see what he's doing. And he's like, and then like nobody rose up from the dead or nothing happened. They will fucking clown his ass, smear his shit, maybe even kill him. Like, so while there was reverence, see, we got to be, I'm telling you, bro. Indians were super mockery too. Way mockery, bro. Like, and that's what I'm saying. Some people's names started out like I'm almost convinced now. I mean, you kind of can't say it now, but like maybe Sitting Bull wasn't a pop. Like, it wasn't positive at the time. It was called Sitting Bull. Mm. Like, like you know, oh, this dude doesn't like to move around. Maybe he's Sitting it's Bull, <laughs> right? But eventually, though, because of his own works and what he became, the name then grows on to take on newer and better and different and more powerful meanings. And sometimes in the Indian, in my experience is, bro. Sometimes in the Indian world, what you get clowned for in the beginning is part of an initiation and right, and then somehow right. it becomes something of your power later. So some of the overly sacredness or solemnness is 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 a little bit of like what white people want to believe cuz mm. they don't have it. But but I'm not saying that to say that yes on a regular basis all fathers were going to be made fun of and shown to be idiots. No, that that would not have happened. And for certain I definitely think in this society that we live we are, because what is a husband? A slave. <laughs> Have you been to my house or something? <laughs> like, no, no. I thought you were being serious. And, right no, no, no. <laughs> husband. Okay. So husband's a weird word. Husband. Like, what is that, right? It's like something you drag around. <laughs> like on the bottom of your shoe. Yeah. It's yeah, like, well, I got a little husband on you. Hold yeah, on. Let me wipe this yeah, up. Yeah. No, no, no. Husband went. So the other way to use the word husband is to husband your resources. Husband your resources. What that means is, is to collect them, store them, and use them tactically, mm. right? strategically. That You're husbanding your resources. So the original, original idea of the husband, yes, he was the head of the house, and he was in charge of maintaining the family resources. And so he was supposed to be there maintaining that, that level, the farm, the, the fucking whatever, the gold, the money, the shekels, whatever. But he's husbanding. He's controlling and, and managing. He's managing. Now, it, through Tim Allen, like, you know, God bless him, he's sober, all that guy. But Tim Allen, all these other motherfuckers, right, they make their living on making the husband look like an idiot and a jerk, huh. a real jerk. And so you are losing a certain amount of respect for the concept that, you know, the people that are, you know, leaders of the family, and it's not only men, I'm not saying that, so ladies, put your phone down, mm-hmm. don't get crazy, I'm not saying that, but... There's a lack of respect for the people who are supposed to be managing the family resources. Let me ask you guys something. Do you believe that a man, I'm talking to everybody in this room. Oh, man, he's really looking around, too. Do you guys believe that the man is truly 
the one who's responsible to lead the family. Sean's nodding, not vigorously. I'm not saying vigorously, mm. but he's not. You you do get yeah. get on that mic, man. You, you're leading our family here. Don't be quiet. Mm. Yeah. Oh, you do. You. you do. Yeah. Why? Why the man? I don't know. It's like the traditional thing. Okay, that's not a real reason to feel like that's kind of like just well, that's the tradition. What do you feel like, Salmon? Salmon, is it the man? No. Okay. I knew he was going to say no. <laughs> I knew that for sure. I have a feeling you're going to say no, too. Yeah, I am going to say no. Okay. How about you? Uh, the, to, the question is hard for me because I believe a man, by definition, is responsible. Right. So if leading the family is resp- what you're saying about leading or heading the family as being responsible, yes. Yeah. What do you think, Steve? I have a feeling you're going to say yes. I, yes, yes. But, but, yes. but, but. but me- I, do, I feel like it down to my core. That oh, down to my core, at the end of it, yeah, the women I've chose, or the the mother of my kids, the women I've chosen, the kids, everybody is ultimately watching and waiting for me to lead. Okay, let me ask you this. Mm. I'm gonna put this to the group. Mm. Is it possible mm. for a woman? To be more disciplined, more responsible, and more intelligent than a man. Absolutely. Yes. yes. 100%. Absolutely. Okay. So, if she's married, and she's the one that's got all the marbles, and she's married to kind of a chowder head, but mm-hmm. he's got a big one, but it's a chowder head, mm-hmm. right? Is she the leader of the family? She's, and, of course she is. And do the kids look to her? Of course. 100%. Okay, so so it might be on the individual. No, I'm not saying what can happen. Right, what are you saying? I said, <laughs> do you feel, what's your opinion? Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying no woman can't do anything. No, 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 I'm not saying that. I'm not saying you're I'm saying, saying that. I'm saying it is the man's responsibility. I think she got into that situation yeah. because her man's a dweeb because he couldn't lead. So she had to. Mm. So but you're saying that if it was, I even think the woman is looking for the man to lead. You I think even that? think the absolutely. Sean's not. I think that the woman One in is, four people. is now they get into these relationships with these men that aren't cut out that way to lead. They put on a persona. Then they come to find out you don't even for the woman's pissed off. You don't fucking you don't decide anything. You don't fuck me like you used to. You fucking a bum. <laughs> You know, Sean. and and wait, no, and I'm serious. Yeah, but what they what they want innately. Yeah, go ahead. Some of them don't even know they want a man to lead and take charge and and make the decisions and lead the way for us. Go ahead, Sean. I, Sean's nodding. Sean, come please. I'm not being chauvinistic or anything. I'm just being fucking. No, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly with Lux. You do? Yes, I right. do. I do. I think that I think that there's something. It, like a woman wants to be taken care of. Right. And yeah. I'm not saying that like, you know, women have their shit to dude, my my wife just took over the the finances, right? She does everything. Right. right. As far as like I handle all the taxes, mm-hmm. but she takes care of like, you know, balancing the checkbook. And so when it comes down to that, I don't even look, I don't even bother. It's yeah. like all my money goes to her. You know what I mean? And I don't even, like so she she kind of controls the family in certain sense, like financially. Go you ahead. know what I mean? Go ahead. But like when dude, when we're like broken down in the middle of nowhere, who the fuck is she gonna turn to? 
Everybody's turning to you. Your kid, her, right, right, right. 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 Like, right. I have to handle the big <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? If, if, if the big dire shit. straight shit, dire right. straight. All right, uh, dad of dads, dad of. Okay, so Come first on. of all, I'm with like a. Let me just speak from my my where I'm at right now. Go ahead. And my woman, my my wife, she's a boss. She is like a boss, right? Like she is like for companies, like right. quadruple what I bring. And like so, she told me and let me know early on when we first started dating. <laughs> yeah, she's like, remember one thing, because it wasn't I've even got argument. Your junk in a jar. <laughs> it was, just no, no. remember that. No, no, no. She goes, <laughs> I don't. You'll never be. As <laughs> just remember this. She goes, your foreskin belongs and I to me. And I forgot how, even how it came up. But she goes, I'll tell you, I'll tell you a scenario. She said, um, yeah. um, I don't need to be with you. I want to be with you. And there's a difference. <laughs> Which to me, because I'd always dated, this is a woman, I'd always dated girls. Yeah. I'd always dated <laughs> girls that I could yeah. control, manipulate. I had right. the financial upper hand. Yeah, I always positioned that. myself right. to be in Not in a that challenge, place. not a peer. So having said that, mm. you know, um, <laughs> I think I'm gonna go and, and I'm gonna say, I'm gonna I'm gonna give my explanation in two different ways. Okay. So having <laughs> having said that, it's more complex than brokering peace in Israel. Go ahead, please. <laughs> go ahead. Please. So if we were to take it, if I was to take it like from a biblical sense, and I'm not a scary Christian, but if I was to take it from a biblical sense, all right. That the man is supposed to be the spiritual leader of the home. When God came to Adam in the garden, and you don't have to believe this. It could be a story. It could be fast. I'm not saying anything. But he told Adam, <laughs> yeah. you, don't, you, don't, you don't eat from that, from that tree. Go he, ahead. He didn't tell Eve not to eat from the tree. Eve did it. And right. when Eve did it, Adam told her not to do it. But God was upset when he came to Adam because he spoke directly to him. He didn't come to her. And he did it because of his, the fall was because of her. So I think ever since then, man, and we went to war, we went to brother fight over fight over, over the essence of, of woman. So I think that even though we should do the, be the leader of the house and no leader of the house, we still are okay to take a bite of that apple and not and, and answer to our flesh, which is maybe following the woman and letting her lead in certain ways that we shouldn't. I'm not saying it's right, but that well, we shouldn't. I've I've listened to this war council. Mm-hmm. I've got to say, there's some big heavy hitters in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a mm-hmm. yeah. You better start talking. I, I it's all right. And now I'm even further convinced <laughs> in my position. Yes, that. It is neither the man nor the woman. Absolutely not. I think that in terms of what it what what the dire situation is, one or the other is looked at. There are certain situations you're going to look to your wife to be like, I know I have with the kid. There has been a couple of times with the kid where I was like, what are we going to do? And and the woman had her shit together and she was able to handle it. Now, a physical thing, like a strength thing, yeah, she's going to look to me, mm. right? But I actually can't... Now that you brought up the story, I'm thinking to myself, you know what? 
it's a it's a kind of a crazy question because the the society the the myths the legends whether you believe or don't that Eden story is in American fabric, and it sets up the dynamic of like oh I am the I'm the guy and well God told the and I'm sitting there thinking to myself you know what's crazy about that story you just said it and it just dawned on me what was the tree that they ate from tree of life. Tree of knowledge of good knowledge, and, yeah, yeah. of good and evil. So they didn't know it was good or bad until they took a bite. So when God said, Don't do this, and it's wrong or evil to disobey God, how the fuck would they know that that's a bad thing to do? Until they ate it and then it was too late. And so now everyone's cursed after that. And it's not just I mean, too for uh, so. The kids and the kids and the kids and the kids that got no relationship to this one issue. They're all saying, and this is what I will say. I will say that it's probably not even the proper way to frame the question now that we're think- now that we're talking mm-hmm. about it, right? It's probably not even the proper way to frame the question. Mm-hmm. And I'll say this: everybody wants somebody to take care of them at some level. So the toughest guys in the world, I've known some really, I mean, you're the toughest guy I know, Big Lips. Oh, yeah. Hey, come on. Stop it. Right? But some of the guys I know that are super tough, they got, a, they got another side of them that most people don't ever find out about where they play a different part. I've seen it. Heard it. Right? Some of the biggest bosses in the world want to be whipped and fucking torn apart, you know, every once in a while, 50 shades of gray or whatever. Cause it, right, right, right. All right. So everybody wants to be taken care. Everybody wants to be dominated. Everybody wants. Hey, sweet dreams are made of these, mm-hmm. right? Who am I to disagree? Right? <laughs> Traveled the world, man. Seven seas. Everybody's looking for something, man. <laughs> right? Some of them want to abuse you. Some of them want to be abused. <laughs> I'll leave it there. Uh-huh. But I will say. Um, Steve, once again, big lux. You are a genius. You you are you are the dad of dad of dads. Oh man, we got the dad of dad here, Drew. Yeah, and you're the dad of dad of dads. You're a gr- hey, listen, you're a dad of dads too. You know, listen, man, you guys fucking. I'm in this room and uh, surrounded by great fathers. Oh, thank you. The king and of salmon. I think that we can't speak more on dad of dads. I mean, uh, listen, man, this what is- you're doing and watching you come into this whole yeah. thing, bro, and really turn your life around and affect everybody that you're affecting it's great bro the most blessed rebellious thing in the world is to be a man who doesn't imbibe that's really radical bro imbibe what does that mean drink take drugs think about how much alcohol is infused in our culture and you don't do that that's a fucking massive that that there alone to me that's a massive i ain't going for the bullshit that is right that is you guys are good, good, good fathers, and I think that uh, dad of dads overall, and I've always believed this, biblical or not, I think that if you're a man walking around with your head on, yep. and you have arms and legs, and yeah, you work, that it's your duty to be a father to any yes child, right? yes, any child, anywhere at any time, we should all be fathers or mothers, yeah. to our children, so. Dad, dad, it's like, yeah, bro, you're brothering some guys, you're fathering some guys, you're mm. mentoring some guys. Mm. All that, man. Just keep on going, bro, because we need more of this. Yeah, there, you know? yeah. 
Thank you guys. Thank you for sharing that. Thanks for having yeah, me. Yeah, brother. Hey, it's how do awesome. people hook yeah, up? Yeah, they want to find you. Get Insta- on the program. It's, it's Instagram. Dad. Period. Dot. Of. Dot. Dads. Right. It's not okay. just dad. There's. There's dots in you know periods. Okay. Right? Dad. Period. Of. of period. Dads. dads. Right. Period. Follow my the, man Drew on Instagram. You know what? You want to get your fucking physical and shit? Yeah, dude. You want to start showing up for your fucking wife? Right. Showing up for your kids? <laughs> Killing it in career? Right. Changing your physical structure? Caring right. about what you put into you? Not being a pussy? Right. Follow dad and dad. Not lying like Liver King? Yeah, not lying. <laughs> lying to yourself and lying to us? Yeah, lying. You got you to gotta lie to yourself before you can lie to us. <laughs> The lie starts with yourself. <laughs> then you lie to us. That's right. That's right, primal. Sex. And until you love yourself, <laughs> you never love another. You're Not only cheating you... yourself. Nope. Oh, the first right. person you lie to and cheat is yourself. <laughs> no shortcuts. <laughs> Drew, give a couple shout outs, Drew. Let, let people know. Uh, He's like, you know, why are you guys here? You want to spit on the mic and shout out to your family? Or what do you want to do? Yeah, what do you want to do? Dad, just I want to shout out to, you know, dad of dads. That's, that's what I really want people to. And it's been a long journey. It's it's a lot deeper and more than this. Of course. But we're, it's, we're, what are we? We're just two bumps on a log. We could barely scratch the surface. No, no. It's, 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 and it's really just a lot about discipline and having discipline. Right. You know, control. Yes. Over your own emotions. Right. So you don't lead into vices, so you don't go down the road that I have that luck, that yeah. many, pleasure, pleasure many, island. and that's easy, easy, easy. The quick yeah. money, the quick limb, the quick everything, it's just, mm. you know, it's, it takes time. That's it's right. habitually building the man that you've always wanted. Atomic so Habits, right here. Thank man, you. Man, dude. I love this guy. Yeah. Fucking great conversation. Drew, bro. Daddy True. Daddy. Uh, Ovando Bowen, LL, we wear braids to court. I was in court or today. Or duck hunting. Or duck hunting. Fuck, you know what, man? If you're a fatty liver lawyer, don't even try to come at me, bro. If you got a fatty liver and you're bloated out from over-fucking carbs and drinking, I'm going to speed bag that liver so hard you're going to be whimpering and crying and dragging yourself out of the courtroom. Yeah. That's just a warning to you. Bad. That ain't even a fucking threat. That's a warning. That's right. <laughs> Go on, Sean. Come on, Sean. You try and fucking produce yeah. some music. Hey, Fatty uh, Liver I'll Podcast. I'll fucking beat the shit out of you with a microphone. I'll show That's you right. I'll choke you yeah. out with this fucking USB cable, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. All right, go ahead, please. Sean, that movement on me. Please don't make a mockery of this. Yeah. I want to say I'm sorry to Nancy Sirianni. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie the joke. Nancy Pelosi. Pelosi. Look That's at right. this guy. I've been around for a minute, man. I know. All right, go ahead. I'm about you to Nancy Pelosi. Go ahead. www.hardluckshow.com Gum Road. If you got a gum road, you come on down. Art of War, as told. That's right. That's right. As one of the most seasoned, battle-hardened warriors of all time. Big oh, Lutz, yo, God boy. damn it. God damn it. God damn it. All right, go ahead. Hey, right, King Salmon, you got a shout out? <laughs> Get to 21 faster. Yeah. Dragonbags.com for all your cornhole bag needs. Dragonbags with a Z. Why does that happen with an S? Because the website's with a Z. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what do you mean? It's a fucking website.
website. Okay. The shirt with an S, the website with a Z. Just trying to confuse the customer more. Right, right, right. Can't make it easy. Okay. Then, uh, <laughs> all right, hey, man. Thank no you, everyone. No more shirts to the pool either. Yes, no that's more right. No more pool. shirt. No more shirt. You're not gonna have a shirt summer in 2020. No, yeah. hell no. No hey, shirt. You're summer. wearing shirts. This right. No pool, shirt summer. And you don't want to wear the shirt this coming summer. Get in over three. Right. Start following dad and dads. Hey. And you know, and you two can go shirtless. Yeah. To the pool party. Turn turn those man tits into abs. Let's go. Yeah. We'll uh, www.supermaxhardware.com. <laughs> of course. Keep it out. Please. Also, uh, Cookies SF. Right. And Vibes Rolling Papers. Yes. Now, I want to give a big shout out to um, our sponsor, Enzo's Pizzeria. Yes. Westwood Village. Yes. Thank you, Enzo's, for yes. the great food tonight. Uh, I just had some the other day. Excellent. Yeah, off the hook. I mean, um, that crust. Oh, unbelievable. Manna from heaven. Pulpo Beard Oil. Pulpo! Big shout out to Pulpo and our boy Calco. Out right. Out there, man. The Calco. official beard oil of Fidel Castro. Pulpo. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Right. And uh, Instagram, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Thank TikTok, you, brother. Jesus. Giving you a shout out real quick. Cribs. Check out the Cribs episode directed Cribs. by Old Blue Eyes. Yeah. That's right. Uh, produced and directed by Old Blue Eyes. It's fucking fantastic. Yeah. Cribs. Watch it. It's, uh, it's with HLS Cribs. Yep, at, at YouTube, and you go on, you look, and you get to see all of the collection that Instagram Jesus, TikTok Jesus put and together. Let me, get a, let me get a camera shot one more time. Come on. Right. Listen, you guys. Listen. Daddy, dads. Dad. You can see that. Daddy. If you don't want the crazy camo either, you can go. Booyah. Boo. Like I did. Yeah. All right? Daddy, dads. Follow my man. Yep. Good stuff. Yep. Start acting like a man. Yeah. Start. You could be a man. Be a man! <laughs> We're out of here. Hasta la vista. Hasta la vista, baby. Baby.